You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shushma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from a kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's Suropod News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zeppa. Mm, thank you, Catherine Sherlock. Catherine Sherlock, ladies and germs, she's over there. Hey, Catherine. Hi. I noticed that you're over there carving a pumpkin right now. Oh, yeah. Because it is uh, October. We love October. And uh, I don't know... It's, uh, has it been a while since you've carved a pumpkin? Have you carved a pumpkin before? I now? have, yeah, probably about 10 years ago. Okay, because you, you're doing it wrong. You're carving the bottom and taking the middle part out and then just leaving it. And you, there's a face. You want to put a face on there, a design or something. Am I not turning this into soup? Um, well, you, you can if you want to, but it's really the shell we're, we're interested mm-hmm. in, you know? Mm-hmm. You put a candle in a pile of the innards, it's not so great. But you put those innards into soup, great. Mm. Sip on that watch the shell the husk with the eyes you know cut out of it and everything stick some fire in there you've got yourself a party okay i know somebody who will agree with me shushman ike is over there i don't like pumpkins you don't well i didn't get so i don't understand why pumpkins who are associated <laughs> i don't understand why pumpkins are associated with halloween just, it's the season. The well, do you know? Uh, do you know the story of uh, a jack o' lantern? You know, you know a jack o' lantern, right? Mm-hmm. No. It's a carved. It's a pumpkin oh, with a face okay. carved. But why into pumpkin? It. Okay. Well, okay. So originally, this comes from I think Ireland. I want to say, uh, and so there was this character called Spicy Jack. <laughs> and no, no, this is true. Totally true. Was he a pirate? He. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, right. I think he was just a. A fella, but he was cursed by the devil, I believe, and um, he was cursed to wander the countryside. And to, uh, when he did that, he uh, took a turnip and carved it out and put a candle in there to light his way as he would wander the evenings, the highways and byways of ancient Ireland. And then when uh, everybody came over to the States, which is where pumpkins come from, that that just kind of got transmogrified into, into pumpkins. Yeah. Amer- so pumpkins are an American vegetable, fruit. Yeah. Vegetable. Is a gourd a, a fruit or a vegetable? It's a fruit. Let's vegetable. define a fruit. What's the difference between that and a veg? Seeds, I believe. I may eat more fruits than fish. So we know a tomato is a fruit, right? Tomato. Tomato. Forgive me. Cucumbers got seeds. Clearly a fruit. Celery, no seeds. Veg. It's a phallic like vegetable. (laughs) Nice pumpkins. Right. Um, So a pumpkin then has, we know, has seeds inside. Catherine's on the case over there. Let us know when you find yes, it. Uh, botanically speaking, a fruit is a seed-bearing structure that develops from the ovary of a flowering plant. Whereas right. vegetables are all other plant parts, such as roots, leaves, and stems. Okay. Oh. I didn't realize fruits were so horny. Wow. I know, right? They're the sexy bits. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> no wonder they taste so good. So, oh, no. yeah, luscious, you know? <laughs> Juicy, right? Mmm. <laughs> Uh, so you don't like a pumpkin? No, I mean... Um, you don't like the look, the aesthetic of uh, I think appeal it's super of a- cool. Like, I think they're so nice to look at. I just never got... I didn't get the connection. Oh, okay. Well, that's what it is. So now you know. Okay. No, I Jack know. of the Lantern. Jack of... Okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. There you go. What but do you guys have pumpkins over here? 
Do you carve some? I carved one last year. Okay. And I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm Mr. Halloween. Yeah. Love it. So I've always kind of made a big to do about it. It's very American thing. It is. Uh, but it's seeping out, you know, it's, it's sinking in its talons over here, especially. So we, we had kids showing up, you know, like they, they come run through the neighborhood for a couple of hours and we had bought, I thought that maybe it was like not as popular. So we bought like 20 full size Mars bars Mm -hmm. thinking like we'll be the good house, full size candy bar. Right. Mm hmm. Oh, man, we ran out in seconds. Seconds. And we were very popular. So this year, we're going to do it right. The small. More pumpkins. Yeah. More more carving. I think we're going to have a carving party, possibly. Um, Would you guys like to come? Yeah. I would, actually. All right. Excellent. And, uh, I mean, Catherine, you've already started, clearly. We talked about Mm -hmm. that as part of the narrative for the show so far. I feel like we can use the pumpkin middle to make some kind of cocktail concoction. (sighs) Well, you know, Harry Potter, uh, they use uh, pumpkin juice, right? Right. Things to be pondered on. Have you ever had a baked pumpkin seed? No. So here's what you do. You carve your pumpkin, right? Yeah. Take out the guts. Yeah. Throw those into a soup. But before you throw them into the soup, mm-hmm. take the seeds out. And then like bake well, it? Clean them off. Put them on a little tray. Bake them. Salt them. Season them. You can make mm-hmm. them spicy. Bake them for a little I bit. They're tasty. Like there's some like pumpkin spice cake possibility. Well, pumpkin spice oh, yeah, is a yeah, different yeah. element. Also, yeah. Oh, it's not from this pumpkin? Well, what is pumpkin spice? Like, I don't know. I mean, pumpkin isn't spicy in itself. No. But I think it's like pumpkin with some cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. Uh, yeah nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yeah, cinnamon. yeah, yeah. Pumpkin. So we can do that. Why not? Mm-hmm. I think we should. Okay. Seems like a plan that All can right. come together. I'll be making the soup. Folks at home, stop by our Halloween party, mm. our pre-Halloween party, where we're getting ready and carving things. Um, so Trishma, do you want to carve your pumpkin that you have beside you or you just want to chuck it off the table? I just want to look at it for now. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good size one. Yes. Um, so we do have some, of course, more ghastly snooze, you know, tis the season. It's the reason for the season. That's what we're going to be doing. Uh, but before then we do have to talk about an experience that we had, uh, some weeks back that we did not discuss on the program yet, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but the snooze crew here, I mean, these ladies that we do the show with, uh, they're fancy ladies. And we decided as a group, a collective, me, Shrishma, Catherine, Dr. Girlfriend, and our friend, uh, Christian Maria, uh, we call her KM, of course, classic. We decided we're going to get real fancy and we're going to go downtown. It's oh, a yeah. time of COVID. We all know this. It's different in Iceland. It's a little bit. You can be in a bubble. And we have all decided months ago, yes. we're, we're a bubble, we're a bubble. <laughs> when we're a little family here. So we decided we're going to go downtown to check out a restaurant. But this is not just any restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a restaurant of the future. Yes. Uh, or so it was marketed to us as. So mm-hmm. can, you, can you describe, we should probably not, well, let's not say the name of it. Okay. But Shoshma, can you describe the concept behind this restaurant? Right. So it was marketed as the first robotic bar in Europe or some fancy label like that. There was, um, yeah. There was some only in first in Europe kind of label given. Exclusive. Exclusive robotic bar 
um, and you know like it was supposed to be a, a view into the future of what dining in the next 50 years could yeah, potentially look right. like yeah that's right it's like right. robots that like make your drinks 3D print your food. food yes and for me that was the most exciting part because I wanted to see what, are you telling me that I can eat the shit that's printed and so that's what I wanted to get to the bottom of They were definitely selling. It's a turd that's 3D printed right. and it comes out and, and yeah, it's yeah. turd shaped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Okay. So I had all these questions and I was like, this is the future and robots and yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, we're futurists. We love the future. Mm, we embrace the future. All about it. And we know the robots are eventually taking over yes. as, you know, mm, intelligence develops absolutely. and everything. We love the robots. We want to get in ground floor, see what they're up to. Yes. Mm. So, Catherine, uh, perhaps you can share with the audience um the approaching the restaurant what was the situation that we found ourselves in as we were about a half a block away i don't know if you'll recall yes i do yeah so yeah we were obviously very excited whatever we were all dressed up and then some 12 year olds walked into the bar <laughs> in front of us and we were a bit like okay immediately thrown uh like okay unsupervised maybe, maybe this isn't exactly the kind of evening we were hoping <laughs> for here Yeah. yeah. Is this a malt shop of the future mm, uh, where yes. kids come in or, you know, like a video arcade of the future that 12-year-olds uh, unaccompanied by a, an adult, not an adult for miles around, Mm-mm. just cruising in to um, the robot restaurant? Yeah, that that kind of burst off fancy bubble. It, it, it was a little deflating, but we... We powered we're, through. We were still yeah, excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe but the future's for it. everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe everybody, come one, come all, right? Yes. The future. 3D food. Robots who make your drinks. Mm. Very exciting. So mm. we go in. Uh, Catherine, can you describe the layout of the restaurant? Like, what, what are the features? Well, it's kind of like a series of uh, low stools, I would say. Or sort of uh, gathered around various... Um, interactive pads and things there were even like uh big screens um on columns and so on mm-hmm, so basically mm-hmm. you can go and you know browse what you want it's everything's touch screen mm-hmm. um it's all a bit kind of gray and yeah of cool and angular and yeah the stools were uh, like a silver polygonal design mm-hmm. polygonal design and there was something Missing though, correct? It was tables. Tables. Well, there were no tables. Yeah, exactly. Well, we didn't realize that initially. It was just like, okay, let's get some fries. Where the hell are we going to put them? We um, said. <laughs> this is so a, there are no tables in the future. It seems no tables. We've cup, gone cup beyond maybe tables. The, maybe cup the holders. F- yeah. um, no tables. The food hover. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's or true. Something. I mean, and, and we were excited. Again, we were all in on this. We were invested in this experience. We knew they had a vast array of uh, futuristic cocktails mm. on, on tap that yeah. we spent several minutes, if not an hour, trying to order on these uh, very futuristic, uh, user-friendly, quote-unquote, touchpads. Mm-hmm. And then we were also going to order food. You could order baskets of fries uh, created in a, in a 3D fashion with various toppings. Uh, it was supposed to be very delightful. Mm-hmm. And well, we ran into a problem. Oh, I guess mm. the other thing we should mention is uh, the population of the restaurant was that group of 12-year-olds mm-hmm. and us. And that was it. Yeah. 
And then there were two robot arms at the bar. And then uh, one young lady. Yeah, there was an actual human being behind the bar. Who seemed to have zero clue as to how anything operated in this robot bar of the future. I don't blame her. It's a terrible position to be put in. Like, you know, the robot's not working. I know. And I'm 19 and have no idea Mm. what any of this does. I'm Mm. just here to make sure you don't break the place up. So Mm -hmm. please don't. And I'm sorry. Mm. Because what eventually happened was we tried to order drinks. Multiple times. We kept going. On multiple pads. We went from pad to pad because we kept breaking them. Yeah. Well, it was just like, just please take my money. Give me some alcohol. We managed to get two drinks out of the system. Yeah. And then the whole thing just went. And Catherine, you needed a motherfucking drink that night, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) You were ready for it. You were thirsty. Mm Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't, the robots wouldn't give you that drink. They would not take my money or anybody else's. We all had money. We all had money in various formats. We were ready to deliver it to the future Mm. in exchange for their alcohol. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. Uh, Things froze. Again, on multiple, four screens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four different screens. Yeah, yeah. And we're all trying, but by the fourth screen, I got to say, we did get pretty good at finding the drinks that we were trying to yeah, order yeah. on that. Decisions had been system. made. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the la- the lady came over and we explained, like, I think the restaurant's broken. <laughs> yeah, <it was> like <laughs> basically all of it. it. Yeah, yeah well, I, I think we broke your restaurant. I'm right. So, I'm so sorry. Because we were going to, I mean, we were ready. We were going to have multiple rounds of these oh, drinks. Oh, yeah. And, and I had food. fries. I knew exactly which fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the future, menus are online, so you can look at them ahead of time, and mm-hmm. you can find the fries that you want in the future. Mm. Uh, but the restaurant broke and needed a reboot, which is, I think, what she said. Like, I don't know, maybe we just, they need to restart it. Like, they need to restart it. Yeah. like The t- robots? T- <laughs> need to- no, no, no. T- turn it off and on again. Yeah, yeah, right. Like the did, you un- did you unplug yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, my key takeaway from all of this. Yeah. Is that the robots ain't taking over shit? Because yeah. <laughs> watch your mouth, Trishma. Because no, no, they're gonna get to a point. Because if that's how they're gonna function, and they need consistent reboot and well, um, network yeah. issues, um, I feel like this is a failure of human ingenuity, yeah, yeah, yeah. not robots. No, no, no I, I, I agree. Because did, did you hear what the the young lady said? She was like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah." So after everything got turned off and on again, it was like, "Oh yeah," like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now my phone's working now. Oh, okay, that must have been what was wrong. And it was like... She was running it through her phone? No, 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 no. She couldn't get a signal on her phone. So the internet was clearly not working. I like that she's, of course, browsing the internet. And then, then, but hasn't put two and two together to be like, oh, my phone's not working. Oh, the restaurant's not working. Also, yeah, the robots aren't making any food for the... uh, The people who've been here for over an hour now with with just two drinks. And, And are now... Wandering in uh, suits and dresses from station to station, kind mm-hmm. of frowning and making. And I understand there's a language barrier, and we were, uh, you know, Awensku that evening, but, you know, like read between the lines. Like, mm. where's the food? And, and you got two robot arms just sort of like hanging, <laughs> stationary, periodically doing choreographed dance routines. Mm. Uh, but did you see one of them was a bad robot? It made some spillages. Um, and d- oh, she, really? She, she had to climb up on li- oh, literally no. like on her knees on on this countertop to clean it. To clean it. Yeah. That that was my last vision of leaving that oh, restaurant. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I think. 
I mean, I don't. F- I feel like they were. They hadn't done like they were at beta testing level, um, and they probably shouldn't have launched like opened this restaurant. I guess, but that it's been open for a while, it has, right? It like has. at least pre-COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you think you may want to. I don't know. I guess low, I mean, aside from the robots, low overhead because there's just one person there making sure you don't break the place up. But uh, I mean, but the doors still are still like, open. Yeah, you can still go there. I don't know. Uh, I'm just wondering. I think, I feel like we failed the robots, really. I feel like I there's think the a, robots failed us. Oh, Shrish, I mean, I can't agree with that because they're going to hear this in the future. <laughs> robots. Uh, I expect better of you. Perfect robots. memories. If you want to take control Come better. Oh, man, Come I mean, correct. Well, get okay. rid of you. You're out. Come <laughs> correct. I'll support you if you come correct. <laughs> but not this shit. Anyway, it was a uh, it was an interesting evening. We eventually abandoned the place after not receiving you know, after breaking the restaurant, yes. which needed a reboot, mm. a full <laughs> hard reboot, <laughs> and we went to a different restaurant. Where Shrishma, you and I both had the same dish, and it was brilliant, wasn't it? Because you know sometimes, <laughs> you know, like. We, folks I don't home, know if we needed that combination. Well, look, honest. didn't didn't we need to just check it out though? Because sometimes sometimes you like a chicken, right? Yes, you love a a nice chicken yes. dinner. Sometimes you like some lobster, <laughs> like a lobster dinner. Sometimes you want a chicken stuffed with lobster as your dinner, and that's what we did. <laughs> Could so not just not that? try it. It was everything um, you could think of and and more. I thought I loved it. I, I, I just drunk. don't know how I felt about lobster and chicken together. I thought the lobster was slightly, uh, the flavor was lost, we'll mm, say. Yes, yes. Um, I would imagine. And, I, and I, th- I think it was lacking butter, perhaps. <gasps> but it had a really nice cream, like uh, corn sauce, mm. and it was good. I mean, uh, I enjoyed it. I will get it again. Mm. That was a good place because uh, they had humans there, and mm. they were bringing us drinks whenever we asked for them. Yeah, that's uh, a really weird concept. It's interesting. I mean, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It might catch on. Yeah. And then they brought us a chicken with a bunch of fucking lobster stuffed into it. Why not? Top notch. Great evening out. It was a great evening out. It was, it was not it was how nice. we expected it, but I think I had a really... I went home really full and satisfied. Yeah. Um, it went right to bed. And I hate to, you know, not to, you know, this isn't a complete shit on the robot restaurant story because I want them to get it together because I want to go check it out. I, I do want their robot food and drinks. Yeah, yeah. I Here's like the thing. To make that happen. We got to be able to order it, number one. Mm. Uh, and number two, give me a table to put my food on and the drinks. Yes. Mm. I don't want to be eating that for my lap. No. I really think they might have come with like little hover trays. You you think so? Yeah, this I, is okay. what I want to believe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I, that's. I, I feel like you might be disappointed. Well, clearly I was. So what is one F- more? further further disappointment? <laughs> exactly. Catherine Sherlock, what is this evening's first snooze item? Firelander, snooze dossier type, ghosts all in your head and otherwise. That's right. That's right. It's still October, everybody. We're still doing this. Where else would they be? Tis the season, right? (laughs) Where else would they be? In your head? If not in your head. In your head? Oh, well, I mean, some people claim, right? People claim lots of things. As we're about to find out. Dateline, May 15th, 2020. Snoozy enough for you? No. No. (laughs) 
Not this year, but anyway. Okay. Well, yeah. let's let's well, this see. This whole year has been a vortex, so I suppose <laughs> that's true. Time is meaningless at this point. It is. It's it really is. Somehow October. I don't know where my yeah. life is going. <laughs> God. Uh, coming to us from uh, from the CBC, the Canadian Broadcast. Uh, corporation company uh, oh. something one of the one of the two usually but okay, uh, not children's broadcast it's basically no it's oh. basically the the beeb for canada okay you could call it the seeb if you needed to <laughs> well that's a little too close to cbb's which is the children's bbc oh is it really yeah it, this might actually be from that then well i guess we'll we'll never know okay actually we will dot ca so to canada yeah. um the CBC, a very uh, reputable news source, reporting to us, haunted house reports on the rise during pandemic, says paranormal researcher. Uh, we have a byline here of, mm, seems like nobody wants to take credit for this. <laughs> Interesting. But I feel like we had, uh, we talked about this in on this news before. We have. We talked about this, uh, Florida yes. when we were okay. deep in our Florida swamp. Uh, <laughs> they, were, they were having some issues down there in Jacksonville, perhaps? Perhaps. I can't remember. Actually, there was also an increase in um, paranormal activity. Everybody's at home now. Everybody's yeah. obsessing over noises and creaks and everything. Yes. This is all Think things they wouldn't normally hear during the day. This is what humanity has come to at this <laughs> yes. point. Deep sure, into sure, I feel like statistics could help here, but <laughs> maybe not. Do you have any? We can crunch those numbers <laughs> well, if you want to. Just you know, two stories, same uh, oh, vibe. Uh, True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe this is this is Canada, so it might be nice ghosts. Uh, yeah, nicer, kinder, gentler, less trashy ghosts, maybe. Uh, I don't think they do murders in Canada. That's totally a made up, but maybe <laughs> less murders. Yeah, but in maybe polite enough. ones like, I'm sorry, yeah, I stabbed you. Sorry. Right. Sorry about that. It had to happen. <laughs> enough had to happen, eh? house, though, so okay. clearly. Mm. Uh, the new normal is bringing out the paranormal, says John E.L. Tenney. First of all, that's a great... Great grabber, you know, mm. great way to get you sucked into the story. And also a great name, John E.L. Tenney. E.L. Are you guys familiar with the uh, once popular sandwich cookie E.L. Fudge? No. Do you know the Keebler Elves? No. I've heard of Keebler. Okay. Keebler is a cookie brand uh, for you, Catherine, a biscuit brand. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sort of a shortbread. These were like shortbread cookies that were in the shape of little elves who, according to the commercials, lived in a tree and just spent all day making mm-hmm. cookies of, of the, in their own image for the world. Right. And then you would put a layer of fudge and then another shortbread cookie. So you would have uh, a sandwich cookie, sort of. That actually does sound, sound amazing. Good. They were delicious. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they, they got to still exist. I think I'm they sure still do. I'm sure you could like Amazon it. We should get some over here. Oh my we? god, yes! I paid like twice the amount for these damn cookies. The reason it's I bring worth it, it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be worth it. They're delicious. Dip yeah. them in some uh, some coffee or something oh, like that. Ooh, that'd be yeah. good. The reason I bring it up is because, and I'm not going to get an answer now because you don't know what I'm talking about. But I was just wondering if El Fudge was the name of a, a person. Elma. Elmer. Well, one of the the elves' names was Ernie. Uh, Ernie Fudge. So I don't know if Ernie. I mean, like, Ernie were they Keebler? all Fudges? Like their last name were yeah. the Fudges? Oh, uh, I. It's a great question. <laughs> were they all Fudges? It's the eternal question. I don't know. I don't. 
So, <laughs> who are we talking about? Elmer or the elves now? Ernie. It was Ernie. Ernie. Who? Ernie let's try this. Punch. Who is E. L. Fudge? That sounds like a made-up <laughs> name. E.L. Fudge is an American snack food introduced in 1987 and manufactured by the Keebler Company. They are butter-flavored shortbread sandwich cookies with a fudge cream filling. I think I... Yeah. Thank you for paying attention, Internet. Is... Okay, what about this? Is E.L. Fudge a person? Oh. You guys did not know that this is where the show is headed. Did you? (laughs) With the questions you asked. Okay, what does E.L. Fudge stand for? E.L. stood for everybody loves wow All right. oh oh wait the name is derived from the keebler elf elf <laughs> but when they were first introduced the el stood for everybody i loves. feel like the fact that we didn't figure that out makes us look stupid we do yeah <laughs> little slow <laughs> No shit, Sherlock. We did this whole preamble about how, yeah, it was just all about elves making elves cookies that looked like elves. Why is it called E.L. Fudge? Mm. Everybody loves them. We'll order right, some. We'll have a tasting this, okay, party. On with this. It'll be great. Article. All right, all right. Tenny, a paranormal researcher and former host of TV's Ghost Stalkers, <laughs> says he used to receive two to five calls a month from people convinced their homes are haunted. But since the COVID-19 restrictions started, he says, he gets five to ten calls a week. Guys, that's like double. Mm-hmm. Just to do the math real quick on that. Uh, the New York Times also noticed the uptick. The newspaper interviewed Tenny this week for a feature about the many people around the U.S. who are stuck at home with what they believe are roommates from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. There is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts, the newspaper helpfully notes. <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> wry commentary from the Sieb. Uh, Tenny spoke to, as it happens, host Carol Off about what's got people so spooked. Here is part of their conversation. What kind of sto- stories are you getting? Oh, see, now, now we're doing an interview. So, Shrishma, uh, could you read the, okay. the bold print? <clears throat> and I'll, I'll be E.L. Tenney, Johnny E.L. Tenney. What kind of stories are you getting? Everything from typical knocks and footsteps in the hallway to some very new strange occurrences, like people hearing whispered voices through their television sets or getting text messages from long-deceased friends and relatives. And what do you make of this? If we're going to allow or believe that ghosts exist, then people are seeing an uptick of ghosts. Uh, They're in a heightened emotional state. They've been sequestered. They're spending time in their house, which they normally don't do at certain hours. Most people are gone at work, and so they're not used to hearing the pops and creaks in their house normally. But if there are ghosts, perhaps they've had a ghost in their house all along, and they've just never noticed that. So is, is this guy the Canadian Ghostbuster? Is yeah, that what's happening? Yeah, yeah. He's out there. So I just want to... This is the second time we've had, like, uh, a Ghostbuster kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> it probably won't be the last time either. <laughs> Can we just say, like, is this, is this the new... Um, Business opportunity. I think we need to. This is what we're talking oh, about. Yeah. We talk about Trishy Boo. Be, be Praying on the para- paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually, this would be the ideal time to get into that industry, I wouldn't think so. it? Because there's a surplus, there's a need, right? Yes. There's a gap in the marketplace. We're going to fill it, right? Stupidity is at all time high. People oh have never been dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just in the water, right? I see it. Let's do this. It's guy. contagious. Okay. It's more contagious than COVID. So, <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going about this the wrong way. <laughs> I think you're right. 
Uh, and here we are talking into microphones by ourselves. We could be out there taking <laughs> taking a hard-earned chrono off of these these goofs. Oh man. Um, okay, so you don't have to read the rest. I of these, wasn't uh, going know. to. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so he goes on to say, uh, if ghosts are the way that we traditionally think about them, which is, you know, were once people, then perhaps the ghosts are getting bored too. And they're making themselves a little more known to the people that they're not commonly used to seeing at all hours of the day and night. This is such a, the level of narcissism involved with <laughs> ghost sightings. Mm. This, this concept that like ghosts are hanging the fuck about in your house, lounging on your sofa while mm. you're at work. And, uh, and now they're put out the fact that, that you're there. here. Yeah, right, right. Well, now what am I supposed to do? I can't watch my programs. This is stupid. This, shut it down. I think. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Well, we got to fill this time. So, you know. Okay. But I'm uh, just saying that what else? What other questions are there? Um, I mean, it just says here, people are just going a little nuts. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he responds with, I tell people to, to kind of take copious notes, journal about it, keep track of when it happens, because the majority of cases that I investigated over the past 30 years have had a natural solution to them. Thank you, E.L. Fudge Tenny. What was the natural solution? You just get over it? No, no. Natural solution is in like, there's a reason for this oh, noise you're hearing. Yeah. Oh, you know, the saying. heat kicks on or yeah, the, you know, exactly. right. Yeah. So how does he distinguish between natural reason versus a real paranormal? situation well this is always the trick isn't it? i mean like you you have to look for the the reason from this is from my uh deep experience of watching this kind of rubbish on television mm-hmm. uh seasons and seasons of people with uh infrared cameras wandering around people's houses and does he provide any guidelines um boy let's see I mean, first of all, his name is E.L. What? Feeny. E.L. Fudge. His name <laughs> oh, it is E.L. No, no, no. Tenny. Tenny. E.L. Tenny. This is what he looks like, actually. He's, so you can get a look at him here. He looks very serious. is not he? Very kind of dour. And he's like, he sort of has the expression of, I can't believe I have to listen to these people. Or, I can't believe I'm getting away with this. I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah, the second, for sure. Yeah, former host of TV's Ghost Stalkers. Former host. Was there some kind of power struggle in the Ghost Stalkers oh, production office, or see, what happened yeah, there? Yeah. Or did you just catch them all, and they had to shut and close down shop? Uh, okay, so the lady said, uh, I mean, maybe it's a message that they just want to be left alone in these houses. So this is from the fucking New York Times. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'm glad I don't subscribe. Well, you shouldn't because it's a turd. <laughs> All the news that's fit to shit. Oh my goodness. I mean, maybe it's a message that they just want to be left alone in these houses. They're talking about ghosts in the motherfucking New York Times. What is what happening? Else, what else do they have to talk about? Oh, okay. Um, well, like everything, anything the, else. R- real things? Right. Um, maybe there was like they, a joke section or something of the New York Times. They equivocate and indulge in both sidesism and they talk about how bored ghosts are. That's what they do. I mean, ghost rights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, if ghosts existed and shared space Justin. with us. They should have rights. They should. They should. Absolutely. Just like the moon. <laughs> Just that's right. moon rights. That's right. That's rights. 
if you will. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he says, it's possible. Of course he does, because this is his business. Why wouldn't yeah, he? What? As human beings, we have difficulty communicating and discerning the motives of other living human beings that are right in front of us. So for us to try and divine what the intention is of an ethereal, invisible being that we can't really see... They might just be trying to get attention, and they're doing it the only way they know how, which is slamming a door or pulling a window shade or slamming a window. <laughs> so, all right. So, the haunting is basically window and door slamming yeah. right, but entirely. I think the first part of that sentence, he sounded like me a little bit, so I'm a little concerned. <laughs> they might just be trying to get attention? No, where he was like, they're just ethereal. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. And as we've learned, anytime somebody starts to sound like Shrishma, <laughs> our uh, antennae need to go up, right? Yes. Hey. Okay. So the New York Times then proceeds to ask, is it possible, dot, 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 they actually put ellipses here, mm. that people being confined and seeing no one are just going a little nuts. This is what you were yeah. you pointed out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. what? Really? Yeah, right, oh, right, my right. Gosh, no. I think the New York Times may have cracked the case, you oh, guys. Oh, good Lord. I'd never thought about it. Um, okay. Take copious notes. Might be something happening in your That's house. That's a long-ass article. This is... It's going on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've invested thousands of cases, and there are probably maybe less than 100 where something really unique and strange is happening. Mm. New York Times, look, their professional reporters are going to dig for the truth. So they then ask, what was the strangest? <laughs> I've been in a situation where I was in a room with 13 people and we had the lights off and this. So that was, was a total of 14. 14 people in a room with the lights off. Okay. Can I get a hand check over here in this news article? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this room was allegedly haunted. And so we were sitting in the dark and everybody was saying their name, kind of introducing themselves to the ghost for lack of a better word. And one woman in the corner refused to say her name. And that's fine. But when I asked if she could say where she was from, she didn't respond. So I turned the light on. And that's when everybody in the room realized that the woman that we had all thought was with us had never been there. There was an empty spot where we thought she had been sitting. Now, what do you make of this? Shrishma, I kind of know what you make of this. This was a visit, right? Yeah. <laughs> what else could it be? Catherine, what do you think? Mm, just confusion. They just, yeah. I'm trying to picture in my mind's eye being in a room with 13 other people. I mean, as you guys know me pretty well, was it's it my a... own personal hell, right? Mm. I <laughs> So it's hard for me to put myself in that place. But I'm trying to think if I've been in a room with that many people, Doing a thing where it's like, we've all spoken about this. Okay, guys, we're going to talk to the ghost now. And we're, this is, we're all on the same page about this. And everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you would have some idea of who you were in the room with, right? Like, you can remember 13 people? Maybe not. I guess is the ultimate question. Mm. Can you remember 13 people? But if you are the only 13 people and you're like yeah. going around asking each other's name. Yeah. And you're like interacting with each, with each other. Yeah. Then you're going to know if there's one person missing or not. That's what I'm saying. And this this is the guy who is all about take copious notes, right? So was nobody... Take copious something. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah. then... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, there could have been a little confusion sitting down. And he may have thought someone was somewhere and then the lights went out, right? And then... 
Somebody, but they were introducing themselves, so it wasn't somebody recording in some capacity, like whether written down or with a tape recorder or something like that. Tape recorder, because this is forty years ago, or with a digital recorder, uh, and you can go back and count, like, oh yeah, okay, Sally was there, and maybe you, you should know. have been the New York Times reporter asking all these, or the ghost talker, right? Tough questions, or maybe she was just being really hilarious and slipped out. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, was it a closed room system? Did she have time to run out before they turned the lights back on? Uh, just gone to the table. Did she I mean, turned the lights back on mm. as she exited the room. Was there a toilet flush at an inconvenient moment? Mm. I don't, Looks I, like we need the recording of this. Set, I think that's what we room. need. Uh, the New York Times then proceeds with, do you ever get the genuine kind of Ghostbusters ghosts? Like kind of free-floating things that go, ooh, oh, Jesus. kind of spooky with vaporous tra- tails to them and stuff like that. Do they exist? Yes. I have had... And ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, ectoplasm. I had some of that when I was a kid. You could buy it at the mm-hmm. at the store. Slime? Yeah, slime. Ghostbuster. Official's Ghostbuster yeah, slime came I in a yellow that. container. Mm-hmm. I have had, you know, situations where I've seen strange colored mist floating around a room or through a cemetery. But sometimes it's almost so typical that it's hard to believe that you're looking at something that's cloaked with a skeleton-like face. Your mind just says, oh, that's got to be something from a movie. It's just got to be something I'm imagining. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, <laughs> when you have an experience where someone says, oh, I'm seeing a very spooky movie-like ghost, you have to wonder how much their mind is playing into how they perceive their reality. I kind of dig this ghost hunter. He seems pretty reasonable. I think so. I think he sounds a little more smarter than the the Florida one. He's uh, he's doing a lot of hedging. He's mm. doing a lot of careful, like, look, everybody, you're probably just a dum-dum, you know, mm. but there are some weird things we can't explain, which is where I, st- I fall in the yeah. spectrum of belief, right? Um, but that being said, he did co-host a show called Ghost Stalkers, so points taken away for that, you know. <laughs> Well, I guess that depends on the Who's kind of character he was playing in that. Because uh, I'm, you know, it's a he must have been playing an angle. I would imagine. Maybe I mean, was he the skeptical one? Oh, right. Because there usually is a skeptical one mm. mixed in with the believer, the true believer. Mm. Mm. He seems kind of science-minded. Oh, yes. Never mind. I, I regret saying it as soon as I said it. <laughs> Yeah, it seems kind of energy-minded too. <laughs> it may be or may not. <laughs> it could just be. Is that his voice? Yeah. Oh, okay. We- <laughs> it sounds sounds right to me. <laughs> I would. I think that our world is so strange. You should have as many weird experiences as possible. Like that? Isn't that the point of life anyway? No, I'm just kidding, guys. A little bit. I mean, strange depending on how you want to live it, right? Yellow. That's true. That's true. Should we just, we're done with this, yes, right? I okay. Think so. All yes. right. All right. All right. Catherine Sherlock, what is the next snooze item for the evening? File under snooze dossier type cryptids, all of them fake and otherwise. Oh, cryptids. Have we done cri- we've done cryptids we in the past. We have, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. We've done some Bigfoot I, stuff. I enjoy a bit of cryptid. Yeah, sure. Okay, so this action. is. Uh, well, no idea. <laughs> this is uh, 
from I think we've used this news outlet in the past, Derbyshire. Did we? It did we yeah, because you completely confused me on how to say. <laughs> we don't. We don't know how to say it. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Please don't confuse me. The DerbyshireTimes.co.uk. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Oh my goodness. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. DerbyshireTimes.co.uk reporting in via Dateline June 2020. Pretty recent, and I apologize for that. The mysterious story of how demonic dog has been attacking people for centuries on isolated road near Chesterfield. Chesterfield, ring any bells for you? I've never been. Okay. I have. Where, yeah, whereabouts? Oh, okay. The West Side. Oh, <laughs> always. <laughs> I used to smoke uh, Chesterfields, Chesterfield oh. Kings. It's a real old man, Siggy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are reports of demonic black dogs preying on lonely travelers on isolated roads in the dead of night, dating back to the 12th century. Ooh. In East Anglia, they are known as Black Shuck. While in Yorkshire, they are referred to as boggards or bargasts. Any of this ringing a bell for you? Boggards from Harry Potter. Mm, Different Mm. spelling, but Uh, maybe similar. Or not. Okay. Uh, And more than... uh, When are we doing our Pottercast, by the way? we got to get that going and crank it up. I think. But I just want to do a small segue. Okay. To Catherine. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> there was, there was, Segway proceeding now. <laughs> there was a discussion earlier where you don't like the Beatles. Well, or not a big fan of yeah. the Beatles. I, I mean, also, I, I appreciate and respect, but not, I would not choose to. Okay. How do you feel about Harry Potter? Uh, yeah. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just clarify. So you like Harry Potter uh-huh. and, and Monty Python? Yeah. Cool uh, I'm just so, I'm wondering. I mean, like these are the great things your culture has given the world. <laughs> You know, but the Beatles don't make the cut. I would not choose. I like I say, I respect and appreciate, but just wouldn't choose to listen. More to of a kinks gal. Uh, very much so. Really? Yes. You like Arthur or uh, Village Green or what's your, what's your jam? I don't know. Just all of them. Yeah. The, old, the old stuff, right? Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> These people. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I had the wrong kind That's of kinks not very in my d- mind. We were just having a conversation <laughs> about... Also, <laughs> also. <laughs> All those kinks. ones she enjoys. Oh, man, I thought you liked the Davies Brothers. You're just a kink monster. All right. Which is f- totally fine. Um, and more... Okay, so boggards and bargasts. And more than likely inspired the most famous demon dog of them all... Hound of the Baskervilles. You got it. Oh. Can, can I just share an amazing story? Mm. On holiday in said country, um, there was a, a food stall in the middle of nowhere, you know, just selling like burgers and shit. Yeah. Um, and it was called Hound of the Basket Mills. <laughs> Ten stars. <laughs> was it good? Was it worth it? The ten stars? Oh, I, oh, didn't, yeah, I, I didn't either. I think I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. This is out on the moors? There's a little... Uh, yeah, oh, my totally goodness. out on the moors. Oh, boy. It's a basket meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's gold. Genius. Ugh. But did you know 
that Sheffield has its own demon dog, mm. and it was last reportedly sighted back in 2007. So. <laughs> <laughs> The creature haunts the road on Bunting Nook, Norton. <laughs> Derbyshire. What is it? Derbyshire. No, what was the place you just said? Bunting Nook, Norton. <laughs> I, want, I so badly want to go to Bunting Nook. <laughs> According to local legend. <laughs> Nook to my Bunting. No. But Hello. <laughs> Kinks and all. <laughs> Appearing in front of cars out of the darkness, causing them to stall. It has a dislike of men in particular and savages the male passenger Ooh. in the vehicle. Okay. So this is a, a urban legend dog or cryptid. What is it? A, so can we cryptid. define cryptid again? Cryptid is a um, is a is an animal. Okay. Uh, or organism that is not officially recognized by okay. what we would like to call science. Okay. okay. So Chupacabra, mm. Sasquatch. Yes. Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster, exactly. Cryptids, <laughs> all of them, yes. And this dog is called? This is called? Depends, I guess, uh, on the region. Hold on now. Um, well, I mean, some people call it Black Shuck or Boggards or Bargas. Oh. Uh, we're just referring to it as... We'll refer to it as the Bunting Nook Demon Dog <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for our purposes. Spotted by numerous residents and several police officers over the years, the creature is described as extremely large with huge, devilish, saucer-like eyes. The Black Dog legends are often seen as an omen, warning of imminent death of the person who sees it or of a close family member. It's just totally from Harry Potter. And... So well, I mean, they, they it's, 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 it's all the grim, it. right? The grim. Mm -hmm. the grim. And then there's the big dog as well um, that's guarding, but it doesn't have three heads, so I guess. Yeah, that is a Cerberus. Could be. I don't Cerberus. remember this. Okay. Cerberus, yeah. uh, the black dog legends are often seen as an oh, warning of imminent death of the person who sees it or of a close family member. And some folklorists hold that the creatures patrol ley lines, sources of mysterious energy, that threads around the world. Do you know about the ley lines? Yes. Okay. What do you got? There are invisible forces of energy uh -huh. that go around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hold the world up in its orbit. Is that how it works? That's how it works. Oh, okay. It's also controlled by the interactions of the sun and the moon. So that's why it's there and that's why we're held up and that's why we stand like this. <laughs> uh -huh. Something about centrifugal force. Oh. <laughs> I don't know the exact. After that very thorough report. That's actually pretty good off the, just, just on the spot like that. Um <laughs> Catherine looks skeptical. Like the normal spinning of the earth? I yeah. Yeah, no, I think this is a different type of science that we're dealing with here. <laughs> Definitely. S some might call it pseudoscience. <laughs> Definitely. Um well, sure she's science. Can I just point out by the way that we got this uh oh boy. There's a t shirt. Um <laughs> This, so it, I'd wear it. You can't disprove what you can't disprove. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I'll I'll do the photoshopping Switch this weekend. And, and, yeah. So 
we were reading the story about the demon demon dog and there are all these dog ads on this page <laughs> just this like does it make you feel like getting one just like real dog i am a cat person oh you are a cat yeah. i think i knew this about you though um but sheffield is not the only part of yorkshire to have had sightings of the mysterious creature but true or fake the demon dog is one of sheffield's scariest apparitions Ooh, scariest what are the other apparitions? Um, well, it's interesting you ask because that's the end of the article. <laughs> and we just go from a message to a message from the editor who thanks us for reading our story and requests that we probably give them money. Maybe we should like tag them when we put out this podcast. Derbyshire Times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See if we get some feedback. <laughs> Do we have a byline on this? Andy Doan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Or is it Andy Dunn Johnson? D-O-N-E? Doan? Dunn? D-O-N-E. Dunn. How do you spell Derby? D-E-R? D-E-R. Excuse me. Ah, oh, bless. D-E-R-B-Y-S-H-I-R-E, which clearly spells Derbyshire. Derbyshire Life <laughs> Magazine. Derbyshire, Derbyshire Times. Oh, lame. Here it is. <laughs> they are on Instagram. Are they? So okay. you can tag we'll them. We'll tag them. Splendid. All right. Any final thoughts on the mysterious demonic dog? So, I mean, this seems to be uh, really sort of UK-centric, Catherine. Mm. I don't seem to recall this lore in the in the States, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, we've got Chupacabra down south, but beyond that, I mean, do you have anything in Malaysia or India? That I mean, like, like um, you guys have the Bigfoot? Yeah, no, I'm talking about a demon oh, dog. Dogs. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, no, we don't have any dog-like demons. Do you have dogs? Um, yeah, dogs there, right? I mean, there's dogs, but I don't think there's like worshipped or feared dogs. Okay, how are dogs treated there? I mean, not well. Is it so? There's not like Fido pet. I mean, there's cry there's obviously there's like part there's there's people that feel that way, but then the large like the large part of the population like doesn't really care because people themselves need to feed themselves before we get right, I gotta, we gotta feed this fucking dog now like what <laughs> so it's okay. definitely dog lives not priority in India I okay. would say okay. but also we worship cows They're, the cows are more um, revered than dogs are right so you're not doing burgers down there okay do you have demon cows demon cows no i don't think you would have demon cows you have more like holy cows yeah Yeah. Mm. who if there was an animal there which one would be a demon Hmm, that's a good question because usually there are animals there there are animals there i would say like um that's a really good question you stumped me um think about it we'll be doing this again okay i'll come back to me i would say like they have um like humans in the form of monsters as demons. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was so human like more of a human oh. form. So okay. not so many, not so much animals, but more like human like demons. Interesting. Are they timeless? Are they uh, eternal? Yes, because they're like part, part part of like the Indian myths and led, like myths and okay. mythological characters and there's like these really grand stories so there's always like um the good versus the bad yeah so the bad is always portrayed by like a human-like demon character but never an animal okay i would say well because you know like uh was it ganesh is an elephant right i mean uh the 
Yeah, animals are pretty, Revered, pretty well I think they're, cherished. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even in my from where I come from, like even like snakes are quite um, given respect, a lot of respect. Um, what about even those cobras? Those yeah, cobras? especially the cobras. Mm. Man, I'll tell you what. Especially the cobras. Do you ever see the cartoon Ricky Tikki Tavi? No. Do you ever see it? Mm. It's a Kipling tale, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know the. I know the story. I've probably, I think so, I've read the story. Which you know, Kipling is obviously problematic yes. at best. Yeah. But uh, so there was a cartoon made of this story by Chuck Jones, who did did some Bugs Bunnies. And they, if you know the story, then you know that it climaxes with cobras in a bathroom at night, uh, trying to wreak revenge on the, uh, you know, the colonial English family that's staying there. Oh my goodness! And then Ricky Ticky Tavi, the mongoose, clever mongoose, saves the day. He attacks them at the last moment. But I always thought that that was the most bone-chilling scenario a person that could ever enter into. Really <laughs> Just these mean cobra. There were two cobras, uh, you know, and they're talking to each other, slithering around in the dark in the in the can. You know, like that's yeah, a ter- that's terrifying like, situation. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like fighting a snake in my bed where I can't see it, that would be or like a rat. Mm-hmm. I would, I like, I would, yeah, worst case, like, I can't do it. Like, and I can't see it and I feel something and mm-hmm. I know something is there, but I can't see it. Yeah. There was, so I do have a, a snake in the bathroom story. It's oh. too long to share here. Next time. But, uh. Here in Iceland? No, no, not oh, here. Okay. No, this is way back in the day. No, they don't have them here. Um, no, no reptiles. This was in Queens, New York. Oh, okay. uh, obviously, you know, like a hotbed of snake activity. But I did have, at the time, I, I slept in a mattress on the floor. And there was a snake in the bathroom and uh, we didn't know what happened to it. And uh, I did have to shake out the blankets every time I went to bed because (laughs) (laughs) it seemed normal at the time, oddly enough, Mm. saying it out loud now. Not so much. Not so much. much. (laughs) I don't do rats. I don't do cockroaches. No, man. (laughs) I don't do snakes. Well, I can do snakes if like I see That's why you're living in Iceland. I don't don't know. They don't trade in those you guys it's that time of the night again (laughs) we got it it's time to just pull up stakes pack you know take this tent down this big old snoozy circus tent that we've erected we gotta knock it down you you could say we're uh roustabouts we build it up we knock it down maybe i'm a roustabout it's a elvis song by the way sorry (laughs) i I guess i'm sorry yeah i was lost um Anyway, uh, circus, circus tent metaphor. Okay, so we're gonna roll up the tent. Okay, <laughs> okay we're, we're gonna, all gonna go home. Guys. We're gonna put it in a. In a are, we, are we taking our clown shoes off? Because <laughs> that, that could be really tricky. It's time otherwise. to wipe off the grease paint. <laughs> 
Time to uh, put our red clown noses into what I would imagine is probably like a very special uh, box, box made out yeah. of cedar, maybe. Ooh. You know, it smells nice, right? Like that thing's going to be on your nose. You want it to smell nice. Put it in some cedar is what I would think. Mm. Any clowns out there? Let us know. Info at thesorepod.com. <laughs> mm. They won't, but we'll pop just... Pop some bottles. Pop some bottles? Can we pop some bottles we could, as we do all of these things? Yeah, of course. Of course. It's the end of the show, right? Yes. We got the tigers back into their cages. Yes. Um, as well as the big scary dogs. The big scary dogs. We took uh, we took the nets away from the trapeze artists. We rolled those up. Uh, everything we're rolling up and folding up goes into its own specially designed wagon. And uh, you know, the, like the circus tent's big, right? It's a lot of lot of canvas, so it's a sizable wagon. Are the ghosts coming with us or they're staying? The ghosts will stay because the ghosts tend to be limited to, unless one of the objects that we are carrying with us in our caravan mm, is haunted in itself. Cursed in some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then they'll be following along. So maybe it's, it's, a, it's a hard maybe. Okay. As is anything we've talked about tonight. <laughs> Catherine Sherlock. Mm. <laughs> gargle, gargle. Shall I? Once again, I have to thank you for, you know, bringing class to the table with wow. what you do. You, uh, irreverent, you keep raunchy. It. What was it? Oh, <laughs> 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 we had three descriptors. Of it. I don't know. So we were earlier tonight looking at the, uh, what is it, the Netflix uh, screensaver, screensaver or whatever, where they, they bring up shows that are currently available and give you three keywords, <laughs> and we were applying them to one another. Catherine, what, what are you currently well, am I reading off the screen? I'll, I'll read it off. Catherine, if I was going to describe you in three words, I would say that you are... Not this. Investigative. <laughs> true crime. docu-series. Sherlock. Okay. It could possibly. Right. I, I could go many ways with all of these. You know what they say about you, Shrishma? You are nothing if not slapstick, quirky, and goofy. I think that, I think that, that was a good one. That works. What about you? Third one. All right. Okay. You know what they say about me? I'm known to be something of uh, season one going <laughs> October 13th. <laughs> done and coming done. soon. All right. We're all very special. Hey, Shrishma Nike. You were here too. Thanks I for am. being here. I am. My You're doing pleasure. a little dance right now. You're excited about the end of the show? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready to get on this couch. Yeah. Mm. The couch that we've placed next to the folded up circus tent. Yes. That, yeah. Yes. That we will be. This is the one we, we didn't roll away, but kind of rolled out. Kind of as a. The couch or the circus yet? tent? No, the couch. Oh, well, yeah. You can't, you can't roll up a couch. Can't you? Well, mm. I mean, this, this couch. <laughs> As members of the Couch Club, we ought to know, right? Yes, exactly. None of this makes any sense, uh, nor does any of this news. So, okay. but it's hey, fine. look, we got through it. We had somebody had to do it, and we were the ones who were going to do it. I and mean, thank you to our, our listeners from across the world, from around the globe. We've we got listeners all over the goddamn multi-cultural. place. Multicultural. Yeah, we love all right of you. Here. We appreciate your listens. You should send us a shout out. Say hi to us. Info at thesauropod.com if you would like. And maybe, maybe we'll mention you. Yeah. By name. Maybe we'll call maybe your you bullshit out by name. Maybe you can come on the show. Yes. It's hard to say. We don't make those decisions, but we'll talk to the people who do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this has been, uh, you know, we call it it's the lazier news, the sort of uh, sluggish news, sleepier news, also known as that's news. Good night. Good night.
Cowboy. 